is the second episode of Spit Sessions. One of the things, like when I asked for feedback, somebody said that we need a good outro or tagline for when we like end episodes. I think that's that's a good idea. I'm not sure what it could be. I was thinking about saying bust it. Or you could just be like, it's, it's the end, turn it off now. I mean, I, I don't think, if you want to do something official, but I feel like that could get corny real quick. Like That is true. And that's the fact, Jack. That's the, <laughs> I'm not touching that one. That would be pretty bad. I mean, unless it was something I really, really liked, like bust that shit open. But you can't find that, a way to make but that. But that doesn't. You can't find that, make that relevant unless we And constantly. then your DMs are going to go buck wild. Nah, I doubt it. I ain't got the juice like that. Well, you'll have two weirdos. Two weirdos. Some Minimal. people are just looking for excuses mm-hmm. to bust it. Oh, so I saw you talking about 7-Elevens today. You oh, know they sell, they sell condoms in there. I'm trying to. <laughs> That's how they go. They sell condoms everywhere. They do. Speaking of condoms, if you look at the wastebasket. There's just uh, no condoms, just some scrubs. Yeah, I that mean, may have been ripped off of someone or <laughs> used as a jizz rag. We don't know. Nah, they're not stiff. They, they, you they, don't even work at a hospital. So I don't. Just, why are they here? Why are you always asking questions? I was trying to you, point out that yeah. I was trying to point out that the condom wrapper wasn't there no more, and you just took it to the next level. I mean, I'm proud of myself. I cleaned before you got here because I didn't want to get put out. You can't, home. but don't point out the garbage can if there's <laughs> other shit to comment on in it. I mean, there's always gonna be something to comment on, I guess, but. Alright, All right. lesson learned. I'll just empty the whole can next time we record an episode. Just don't have ridiculous... Like, look, when have you ever been to somebody's house and they have a, a small towel with some scrubs on top of it at, at the top of their garbage? Never. Just have some papers and shit, like regular garbage stuff. Hey, man, damn. Like, Alright, cool. Uh, if you're trying to brag, that's all I'm saying. Like, I wasn't going to say anything about it. We were like, well, look at I my was, garbage this time. Like, yeah, there's I still was, weird shit in I was, <laughs> I was proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, was try- I was trying to check that out. So... All right. Um, <coughs> speaking of feedback, mm-hmm. someone told us that we cough too much. And look at you already, right? I off know. The bat. I, could you hear me trying to hold back the cough? No. I, I really I, like when I that edit, makes it worse. Like I, it hurts. It hurts. But for the sake of art and well, passion, I was trying to. I was trying. Nobody to told you to spark the bee in the middle of the podcast. I don't even. You would have heard it on some little wing jet, like the flames <laughs> before you go. Alright, so um, this is the second episode of Spit Sessions. Um, a lot of. A lot of. <laughs> a lot of uh, things have transpired in between in the last two weeks. Uh, the Cubs have won the World Series. Uh, that was interesting. I'm not a baseball fan, but that was really exciting for the city. Like, it was it was cool to see that happen. I stayed away from Wrigley. I was in Logan when that shit happened. I, I was, I'm smart enough to not be off in Wrigley when it's going down like that. Where were you? Uh. You're doing this weird, like, <clears throat> remember when WN, uh, WNUA 95.5 used to be the jazz station here? Uh-huh. And people used to talk like they were like just about ready to put a dick in and the mouth was real wet. <laughs> you're kind of doing that voice. Like, I think you're trying to sound normal, but it's... I'm not. I'm really not trying to. <laughs> I, I, I did realize, like, in the last episode, like, I used the words like and uh, a lot. Oh, but that'll go. You'll get used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just talking. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <coughs> or it could just be that sweet ass we're at two we're at two coughs <laughs> and it's like the first two so we're gonna average a cough a minute <laughs> you could probably just edit these out I think I might yeah there's gonna be just random gaps I could potentially leave it in like for, for no, I don't wanna hear that <laughs> maybe I can like lower the volume on the cough probably or auto-tune it auto-tune <laughs> T-Pain coughs <laughs> like um, it could be that sweet tea. Like it coated my throat with the sweetness, and now well, it's not voice. just sweet tea. Um, it's extra sweet. It's tea. extra sweet. I can't believe this shit. Like I didn't know. Like who is this person who was like, <clears throat> I'm gonna edit the coughs out. <laughs> nah, so uh, yeah, we'll get to the Cubs. But basically, Delancey lives like two blocks from a Seven Eleven, and I didn't eat no damn food today. So I was like, let me stop over there and get some chips or something. Mm-hmm. And I asked him if he wants anything, and he says. Mm-hmm. Let me get some flaming Hots, a Sweet Tea, and some Magnum condoms. And then he's going to say, I'm just kidding about the condoms. Uh, I was kidding about the condoms. Like, I don't need... I, might, I think I actually have some already. But the Sweet Tea, the only reason I agreed to the Sweet Tea was because, like, you offered it. I, you know, I, I drink green tea because... I don't know what strokes. you drink. But, you know, we used to, like, be in the hood... Yeah, all over the hood, and you would never get any sort of like hood snacks or anything, as yeah. far as I recall. No, I don't. I don't. Usually. The one time I offered to bring you some from the Seven Eleven corner store, you just want some because it's different. It's different because it's different when it's you grabbing it, and it's like when somebody's offering or getting it for you, it's like, all right, cool. It's a gift, you know. You can afford to be a little bit like less lax about the stuff. 
it's similar to like when I go to like functions or like wherever. And so if you got, purchase like, it yourself, you feel shame. No, no, I don't feel shame, but it's like I want something different. You know, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's not like other situations. Like you, my friend. Like if I was elsewhere, somebody was like, "Hey, you want some sweet tea and flaming hots?" And I don't know them like that. I'd be like. No, nigga. That could be a trick. Uh, Exactly. No. Yeah, exactly. There's like situations like that where it feels like it's a a trick in order to catch me on candy camera. Like when I go to, let's say, a company function or somebody's place I don't know and I'm the only black dude and this is like they got slices of watermelon just laid out on the table. I'm not saying they going to pop out with cameras and Ashton Kutcher going to pop out with a trucker hat. Like, oh, (laughs) Uh, but it gives me pause every now and then. Like, I'll be like, I don't know, man. Essentially, what I'm saying is there are certain situations that make me aware of stereotypes or, like, I, I try to look from the outside in at what's going on. Because if I'm, if I'm at a function, maybe it's just me as a person, and I look over, and this is, like, a black dude, the only black dude, mind you, like, aggressively smashing all the watermelon or some shit. I'm just be like, oh, no, man. Oh, no. There are certain situations, maybe it's the way I came up, but I'm a little bit sensitive or aware. No, I think uh, a lot of minorities are like that, Mm -hmm. because I don't think white people really realize, like, that you can be a a sucky white person or a weird white person, and nobody's like, well, that's how all white people are. Like, if you, and then people have to exaggerate shit, so you show up to that party and you just max it. Like, let's say you had two slices of watermelon, everybody else had one, they'd be like, man, he showed up and he just, he went crazy. It was like, he had fire in his eyes and he was just flipping the table over, juice was going everywhere. Like, and then they're like, yep, that's what black people do. Mm, and that's, you know, yeah, yeah, people gotta live with that. Yeah. I have to be surgical with the shit. Sometimes I come across like fruit cocktails, you know, where it's like, <laughs> it's like, like eat around up. the watermelon yeah. no like I, if I, I would do that just to like, fuck with people's that's, minds it's too obvious when you eat around it though like like i could because it's a line of people and i'm scooping with the it's a big ass spoon it's hard to be real surgical with the big ass spoon if i grab a fork it's too obvious as well what i do is i try to make sure the watermelon ratio is a little bit less than whatever else like i try to scoop strategically so i can get more pineapple no you gotta scoop grapes. it normal like and then leave leftovers on your plate that's all watermelon that's all watermelon like, the fuck like <laughs> the- who, what is this who is this what is this where did you find this man <laughs> that's like when you uh you give a, a robotic a fucking paradox mm. and then they just explode they have to self-destruct mm-hmm. yeah yeah like somebody here ain't gonna implode because i don't like watery watermelon i mean it's a good it's a good fruit and all but it's i mean but goes without saying the majority of it is water it's essentially crunchy water yeah, like that you eat, and, and it's, it's got a tinge of, of flavor to it. Yeah, have you ever put salt on your watermelon? I have, but then you know, high blood pressure is a thing. So You're I not stopped. supposed to douse it with salt. I'm, it's, I mean, a little bit, yeah. But I You're, think, <laughs> I think, nah, man, nah. I You're mean, gonna get high blood pressure from five grains of salt on you, your fruit. Five grain. I was like emerald with the shit. I was like, bam, just smacking the watermelon. Kick it up a notch. Up. It was salty as shit. Booyaka, booyaka, blackout. But speak while we're on the the subject of 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 racial identification and certain stereotypes and tropes or whatever. Recently, when we posted the first episode, <laughs> I, um, someone commented and said, "Hey, it was probably one of my followers on yeah, it was one of my followers on Twitter, and they were like, hey, the podcast with Delancey and that white dude was like pretty funny or pretty so on and so forth.'" And I had, I paused and I was like, hey, you know, and I wasn't necessarily being defensive, but I was like, this, his name is Reggie and he is also a half Negro. Like, just so you know. No, I mean, I I sound like a white nerd. I'm not going to dispute that. You think so? But it is interesting, like when, uh, like a lot of people think I'm Hispanic. Well, you're not supposed to say that anymore, right? Latino? A lot of people think I'm Latino. Latino. But it's like my name is Reginald Johnson. Johnson. You got like the who most, the what kind of Puerto Rican got that name? You got the most Negro. Something weird happened. Yeah, that 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 made me uh, question some stuff. I was like, all right, that's really interesting. Number one, if you sound like a white nerd, what do I sound like? Do I sound like? I think you sound like a a, a black guy with a lot of energy. Oh damn, that's that's awesome. I happen to be. You but, could tell that you read Harry Potter books a little bit. There's a tinge in there. I read all of them. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my childhood right there. 
But that that do you get that a lot where somebody's just like, hey, this mystery man, I don't know what. Uh... When I first met you, I thought like for a second because you know, of the complexion, I was like, he may or may not be Puerto Rican. But then when I saw your name, I was like, oh hell no. Now, I think growing up was a lot of mystery, like when I was mm-hmm. younger. But now it's just, and I mean, I was basically raised Mexican. Oh, alright. I never knew that. Yeah. So the way it goes, uh, black dad, white mom. Uh, our family is, was like very insular, yeah. and a lot of our family is not from this state. Yeah. So it's basically like just whoever lived in our house. Okay. So I didn't get a lot of like outside influence, right. uh, culture wise. Yeah. And then uh, I went to I don't know I didn't so growing up I didn't have a lot of white friends or black friends. Mm. I had a lot of like uh, like Middle Eastern friends when oh. I was really young. Yeah. And then I uh, around like sixth or seventh grade I went to an all Mexican grammar school where the majority of the school is ESL that's English as a second language like okay so there was literally like five to ten of us damn that were like black or white or yeah. not Mexican yeah so yeah that's they took me in and that's like how it was majority of high school like obviously like I I did music and stuff so I was around black people for that because mm-hmm. that's where the good shit is no. but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like yeah but yeah, it's I spent however many years just kicking it with Mexican people, and then it, it's happening again right now. Okay, yeah, I'm um, in a Mexican ass band. You are. I've seen, I've seen Mexican them, disco. It's a lot of it's a lot of Mexican disco. That's that's. I guess what right. I, I like know. that. No, I like that. That's you heard like. it. I have heard it. It's pretty good. That's my coming was a little different because I came up out south. I mean, that doesn't mean I have to have a certain upbringing, but uh, essentially, grade school was just a whole bunch of black kids. Um, and I was the only one to go to my high school. So, uh, by the time I got there, like, it was like crazy diverse and I had to pretty much revamp and start from the get go. I was around Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, like Asian kids, white kids. That shit was mind blowing. So I, I didn't know how to handle that, you know, cause Chicago is, is not, it's a diverse city, but it's also like very segregated in certain areas. Like if you go to a certain part of the city, it'll be this demographic and you know it like as soon as you go over. Yeah, majority of the city, like you could very easily like never leave your neighborhood mm-hmm. and you just will not know shit. Mm-hmm. People make jokes about it, but there are people who think that going downtown is fancy. Yeah. There are people like working on an ambulance, they're like I worked with a Puerto Rican dude who had literally never left Humboldt Park. Yeah. He didn't yeah. know none of the streets outside of there and it's like Diversity is important, and I think we've talked about a lot, like, not being from Chicago, you have to have some amount of empathy for people who just don't understand shit. Yeah. It's not always, like, a malicious thing. Like, people are ignorant because it's like, well, what do you expect? Like, they only know what they see on TV or whatever. Like, whatever's perpetuated, I guess, is a stereotype, right? Yeah. And then you still run into it here in bigger cities because... If you grow up and you you stay in your hood and it's probably all black hood or all Puerto Rican hood, like all white hood, all Chinese hood, like yeah, that shit happens. Yeah, that's true. That's why I try to patience is is, is a virtue and it's also key to uh, understanding a lot of stuff that happens sometimes. For just for background purposes, Reggie and I met like years ago uh, because we worked at the same uh, job or company. Uh, we're both we were both EMTs at the time. It was, it was, you know, if, for any, those that don't know what an EMT is, it's an ambulance person. Yeah, or, ambulance person. Ambulance person. Let's just put it like that. Yeah, exactly. But I think, um, I think we're very fortunate. And to be fair, like you know, we had to seek it out to a certain degree. But like yeah. going around a lot of different circles, yeah, it, uh, it's very helpful and enlightening. It is. You have to be open to new experiences. At least one of the reasons why Reggie and I became friends is because we. Maybe not even like similar backgrounds, but similar interests. Uh, and because of that, it opened up the door like, all right, cool. And not only that, but we were coming across the same kinds of people and we were reacting to them the same way. Um, and it's not to say that all people in these uh, work, um, work, I almost say work genres. I think you're trying to make it sound too nice. Here's the thing. Uh-oh. We worked with a lot of white ass city people mm-hmm. who wanted to be country for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that, part of that whole persona, mm-hmm. comes with like you got to be real ignorant about some shit and like be stupid. So basically, it's like 
We're like, look at this dumb shit over here. Yeah. Exactly. And like sometimes we would be the only one who noticed there, the yeah. only ones who got annoyed by it. And then, it, it yeah, and we bonded over that. Like hate, be, hate brings people together. It does in a <laughs> fucked up kind of way. Like there would be certain scenarios where things would happen and it, you know when you meet somebody and there's that unspoken like eye contact communication and you just exchange the whole conversation without saying any words at all within a few seconds shit like that and at least we still had different experiences we were experiencing it from the same front and also different ones because at the company like there were a few black dudes of course but it's obvious that i'm a black dude whereas certain people would be wary or not say certain things around me or to me you to at least to anyone who's not really paying attention or doesn't know that much stuff are more ambiguous like in your ethnicity like so if so i recall certain stories where people would say all types of wild ass shit because they didn't know you was a black dude or at least like well it wasn't quite here's the thing <laughs> I, I still wasn't in because right. people would be like uh what are you like some kind of jew or something somebody <sighs> literally said to me because i the way that my beard looked that day or something i was like i have a jew but what the fuck is <laughs> that what's a jew beard it doesn't have the curly cues on the side yeah with the with the swizzles on the yeah side. yeah yeah no nah, like uh you know you know what it was like people wouldn't like outright say some shit they'd be like you know sometimes i think that like black people should just do this and they kind of like look out the corner of their eye and i just like i would just keep looking straight you know yeah exactly uh, i would just get microaggressions like oh man you know you're you know i was worried about how the shift was gonna go like but you're, you're actually pretty cool right you're one of the good ones you're cause... one of the good mind you i have to be in an ambulance with this person for 13 hours a day probably so I'm sitting next to this person who's like, hey, man, what you want for lunch? Some hero's chicken? <laughs> you know, and I, I understand, like, don't get me wrong, that they're trying to bond or make conversation or be humorous in some way, form or fashion. But underneath it all, and I'm not well, I'm not militant, um, uh-huh. which I have been called before or for whatever reason. I'm, you know, I'm not out here like I'm blickety black. I'm, I'm black, y'all. But... I, I kind of understand where they're coming from. I'm like, all right, you're trying to make conversations and be cool. It's not malicious. You know, if you go to the wrong person and you do that, there's a good chance that you might get sure you can uppercut it. Part of the pro- part of the reason that was happening to you is because there were a couple of really stupid black people there <laughs> who <laughs> encouraged that kind of shit because yeah. they wanted to be cool with white people. And then, you know, so these people think they have a past. It's like, look, should they know better? Yeah, but people it's kind of like when you watch fox news and they have those same two black people be like yeah black <coughs> black people are the worst fuck yeah, them yeah. and then they're like well yeah look this black dude said it so i can yeah i'm justified and, and like you know don lemon they got the don lemonitis so of course you know they want to <clears throat> make these dumbass chicken jokes and whatnot yeah i'll, I'll say this I, I do understand where coming from a point where you you want to get in where you fit in like of course if you're spending 13 hours in the ambulance with this person then you want to make it easy to converse with them and crack jokes with them so you might play into like yeah you tricking ha 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 and i'm like all right cool but i think me personally as a person i try to do or i do happen to do a good job of being around different different groups of people yet maintaining a sense of like all right like there's there's like a sweet spot if you know what I'm saying. Sure, like, I mean, you know, some stuff is all in good fun, but, like, yeah. I think it's clear when somebody just doesn't know shit about a culture and is, like, itching to make jokes that aren't really funny. Like, yeah. we are sensitive people. We joke about a lot of shit, but, like, if it's not funny, it's not funny. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just not. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah, it is. It's, 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 and, and the worst is finding out that people genuinely feel that way. Like, and this is a person, like, you let slide with a few, yeah. like, chicken jokes. It's like, all right, cool, whatever, you know. It is what it is. Like, I, uh, I accidentally betrayed us one time. Oh, what the fuck you do? I felt terrible. This was a lot of years ago, so we knew these girls from West Dundee, Illinois, and they were moving into an apartment yeah. in uh, the city. Yeah. And, uh, you know, me and our black friends somehow... Uh-huh. It's a long story why we knew them, but me and some black people mm. were helping them, all white people and their parents, move into this place. And one of the dudes I was supposed to come with was running like over an hour late. Mm-hmm. And I said some shit about CPT, like not thinking about it. Yeah. And they're like, oh my, what's that? We've never heard of that. And I was like, oh fuck. I was like that Mr. Krabs <laughs> meme and shit. I was like, I just gave all that. Like they're going to like go to work talking about this shit. I gave up the whole, oh you, man. You spilled the tea. They're like, so 
black people are late and know they're late and and talk about i was like oh fuck yeah i've had moments like that where certain things happen um i'm super careful where i release it though like you know if i'm at home if i'm around close friends and stuff like i'll drop the n-word i'll just be like you know like nigga this nigga that like who, who like whatever if i'm at work and for those of you that have worked with me or are working with me right now like this is probably one of the few times you will hear me dropping it like in in, in gratuitous fashion but <laughs> <laughs> but you know but i'm wary about that because you never know who might do what or take what they might take from that fortunately i i, I tend to get along with a lot of people but those that are closer to me it's a compliment that i'm dropping the n-word around you in a little way i might not call you it because i don't know how you respond to it if I'm saying it around you, I do trust you to not run off and like or reciprocate or right. Because some people will be like, "Well, he says it around me, so it's like I could say it, even though it's not a word for me." Yeah. So and that's a whole that's a whole thing um, that we could get into, but it turns into it turns into like one of those, uh, and we've heard the conversation like multiple times. Yeah, for me, I have like a code of ethics. Um, I, I pride myself on being. I thought about this recently. I consider myself a intro to real Negro shit. Let me explain. Like, there's certain people, like the ones that we talked about at the ambulance company, that enforce or reinforce stereotypes or, you know, because they want to feel a sense of belonging. Like, kind of, sort of, let's say, the Don Lemons or the, <laughs> the, the who was Buddy ran for well, Ben Carson? Uh, what was his name? The that's the doctor, right? Yeah, the neurosurgeon that was running for, yeah, for yeah, dumb as hell. really, really intelligent man, gifted hands, neurosurgery, you know, worked on brain separated Siamese twins, and like really, really, really did a lot for people in general in the science fashion. Like, but bro, when he switched over to politics, I was like, no, but it's shit like that. It's shit like that. <laughs> yeah, or the or the or the. The Don Trump Reverend, who was like, "Black lives don't matter." I'm like, "Oh Lord!" I'm like, "Good Lord!" Like, what is this? Like, there there are certain people that kind of sort of shift over to that side. Um, there's other ones who don't really try to mingle with other ethnicities or groups at all. And I mean, to each his own. I'm not judging either one. You know, like we mentioned before, people who don't leave their neighborhoods and people who don't who don't really know that much or aren't really comfortable around other groups of people. And that's cool. The way I consider myself, I'm just a regular dude, but I'm, I think I'm somewhere in the middle, like, because I come from an area where people don't really mix or, and it's not really diverse. And I've been in areas where I could easily shift over into tap dancing and like twirling an umbrella around and, uh, welcome to the diary of and like <laughs> shucking and jiving and stuff. But I don't, you know, and I think, I think the world needs a little bit more of that because I'm able, I'm, I find myself in the spot where I'm like, I get asked questions like, is it offensive when you do this around black people or, you know, and people genuinely ask questions or don't know certain things. I'm able to be like, oh, well, I respond like this or I'm able to catch somebody when they do some shit that they're not like, that's wild or they could get their ass beat it, just to bring it down. Like it just goes to show you different interactions can make a difference. Let's say someone's talking to you and they say some wildly offensive shit. Like one of those jokes you might hear like, yeah, and I can't hate the, there's other stereotypes. Someone brings that up to you and you don't catch it or they ask a question and you don't correct them or set them on the right path. That means in the future, they're not going to know any better and they're going to bring these things up around somebody who doesn't play that shit. It's uh, they go into pound town. I don't mean that Sometimes sexually. people got to learn the hard way. I don't know. That is true. I like to reserve the learning the hard way for people that insist upon being a certain way sure, after sure. after having been told like Pound hey, Town. I've never cool. I've never heard Pound Town used for uh, getting uh, assaulted. Yeah, I've I've used Pound Town before, but it was like a reference to sexual intercourse. Right. I just yeah. thought it was interesting. Yeah. It was just it was just the first thing that came to mind right now. I like the fact that it rhymes. So, Pound Town. Pound Town. I'm gonna put that in the title. Well, pound don't town. ever get mad at somebody and before a fight, tell them you're gonna take them to Pound Town. <laughs> Start taking your shirt off. <laughs> that might change the that might the fight might stop at that point. I think I think somebody would more than likely run away from me if I told them I was gonna do that. That was that was nice. That was nice. Gonna get these hands and this BBC. You're gonna get this BBC. That's yeah. Let me get started on the BBC references. There have been that's that's what it is. Like you made a uh, reference to to CPT. 
and I made a reference to BBC, and somebody was like, what's a BBC? And I was like, oh, fuck. I I don't want to be the one to bring it up, because if they don't know what it is... Well, as you may know, all all us blacks have uh, gigantic penises. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Like, I don't, I don't claim that. I try to, I try to be as regular as possible. You should, you should just be up front with the ladies. Like, hey, I'm one of, I'm one of the, the point five percent that just don't got it. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I was genetically modified to have a smaller, <laughs> smaller <laughs> member. Yeah, I um, was injected with, with, uh, with basicism <laughs> or in the, in yeah. the embryo. Yeah, in the embryo. Um, yeah. Um, that in the meantime. There's been a lot going on over the past two weeks. Uh, we got a lot of feedback on stuff. We've, I mean, the Cubs have won the World Series. Wait, well, let's like we could, we could just jump right into that. So neither one of us give a fuck about baseball at all. And I feel like black people don't give a shit about baseball at all. Yeah. Well, majority, I think. Unless yeah, it's like I mean, Jackie you know, Robinson and some shit like that. I like, think, especially if they're not old, they don't give a shit. For me, baseball is like. You could tell they came up with that shit in the 1800s. Yeah. It looks like an old-ass game. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm very surprised. Like, okay, I get it that, that the Cubs win and everybody want to be excited. But, like, the people who watch a lot of games, and if they're under 50, I'm like, what? Why are you mm-hmm, doing this? Mm-hmm. That's something that's passed down from generation to generation. It's more than likely something they picked up as a kid because their dad or mom or family. Forced. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, hey, sit down and watch this. I never got into it myself. I played baseball, actually, when I was a kid. I was like eight or nine years old. It was one of the most boring things I've ever done in my life. It was bad because we were kids, mind you. I don't even memorize, I don't even remember all of the positions, but I was in the outfield. For those of you that don't know, I believe that's the place where you all the way back out, like, so that yes. the ball comes How out. How do you there. play base like... Yeah. How do you play baseball and not know the fucking names bro? Of the like shit? that shit was ass. Like trust me. <laughs> but, look, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. So I was in the outfield and I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I'm part of a team. Oh man, it's sports. You know, ta ta. I'm in the fucking outfield. And I'm like, I'm, I'm a little ass kid, bro. Nobody is hitting the ball because the yeah, way it's children, there, bro. Right? Yeah. Why the fuck am I here? Like in the games, we I would just end up taking a stick and like drawing in the dirt. And I'm I'm serious, and I would take my whole glove off and just be like, fuck it. And my mom would be pissed. She's like, don't ask, pay attention, pay attention. The coach would be like, hey, hey, stop doing that, stop doing that. And I'm like, my nigga, ain't nobody hitting the ball out here. This is a waste of my time and your time. Like, why are we here? None of us are going to the To be fair, leagues. maybe you couldn't catch, and that's why they put you out there. I could. I caught, well, then I don't know. I caught them all the time. Like, that, it was just stupid. But then again, it would make more sense to put the people that can catch shit out there because the ball is coming but down. But if the ball's from, not, you know what I'm saying? If it's, like, yeah. children who can't hit the ball very hard. Yeah. And it's never going to go to that outfield, just put the people who can't catch mm-hmm. in the outfield. I think, I think I heard first base is supposed to be the easiest position to play. Like, you got to catch it a lot, but it's, like, you right there. I don't know. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I wanted the Cubs to win because... Fuck the Indians and their racist ass logo. Yeah. How the fuck do you have? <laughs> how the fuck? We, yeah, we're going to get into this. How the fuck do you have? And people were sad about the Indians losing. And it was just like, oh man, the Indians, like, Indians lost when America started getting settled like a motherfucker. We're not talking about, <laughs> we're not talking about baseball oh, anymore. Man. We're talking about a whole ethnic group that are fighting to not have fracking and pipelines and whatnot fucking up the water. Like, I'm like, which Indians are you talking about? They're not even Indians. They're Native Americans, first and foremost. But that shit is... I'm like, bro, this... You lost the World Series. Maybe this is a sign that you should probably switch switch the name around a little bit. Learn from your mistakes. Maybe maybe you can be better at what you do. Um, it's, uh... In, like, baseball, since it's old as fuck, they got the most shit named after them. It's like, can mm-hmm. you can you just, like, calm it down? Like, I don't understand what the big deal is. Just, just stop doing it. How many teams have Native Americans as mascots? There's the, there's the Redskins, and that's football. There's the Indians, and that's baseball. The Blackhawks, they could have chosen an actual hawk for that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually a fan of that team, and yeah. I, I agree. I think on the disrespect level, mm. they're, they're not as bad as a lot of these other teams. They're not. They're not. Yeah. Because I think it was, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say it wrong. You go Wikipedia. It's not. It's not after a dude. But at the end of the day, like you have a person's face on your fucking jersey, and yeah. it's not even like a famous person that you're really trying to honor. It's just like it's okay. I brought this up at that that party. We went to this Halloween party. Whatever. That's not important. But I was like, if you think about it, 
sports teams are named after what? Animals, mm-hmm. inanimate objects, yeah. and goddamn Native Americans. Goddamn Why the fuck are those three things together? Can we just take take Native Americans out of the equation? Like it's it's easy to do. It's easy <laughs> it to is. Do. Just like, change just, it. Change it to them. some some shit. Yeah. There's yeah. plenty more cats to choose from. Literal cats. Yes. <laughs> like there's it's shit. They mixing cats now. They got ligers. <laughs> They got they got uh, uh, tyons, tigers, lions, bears. Uh, yeah, they know, got bear cats. Bear cat? Wait, no, they don't do that. A bear cat is a, a some. I don't know if it's cat or a bear, but it's a, a thing. It's a bit. That's terrifying. I think it, it's probably like a high school team, like the something bear cats. That's really scary. I hope that doesn't exist in real life. Like we getting off into like Harry Potter. There was a like, school. That was, it was like, we're the something something eagle owls. And eagle owls? Yeah, I'm like, why are you two, you can't be like two of the best birds at the same time. Yeah, that's just overdoing But it. apparently that's a real shit. A no, fucking animal. I think exists. somebody just couldn't choose to say, I like eagles, but then again, I like owls. What the fuck am I going to do? How do you even spell eagle owl? Was there a dash in the middle or did they just I, I the hope there together? was. That can't, like, that doesn't eagle owl. Eagle owl. Eagle owl. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i don't know if you remember i think like a year or two ago uh bomani jones who's like a oh yeah he wore that that shirt that, that said Caucasian Caucasian jersey and motherfuckers had the nerve wild. to be like this shirt is racist are you kidding me are you fucking kidding me <laughs> that shit was beautiful people don't understand irony like at all mm-hmm. it's, he made his point he made his point he did he didn't even bring attention to the jersey that much he just wore it and i think people were reacting all over the you know but that's how it is, man. When when you reverse racism, it exists. <laughs> and, and I told you some a fucking Mexican person was telling me to shut the fuck up about this, and I was like, man, I'm gonna just be quiet because. Oh, was he telling you to shut the fuck up? Uh, when you met me at uh at mm-hmm. La Vaca that time, oh! I was talking to those people, and I was like, can we just like stop? Like, I mean. Native Americans have been fucked so hard for so many years. Can a we at lot. least, at the very least, at the bare minimum, not have all these sports teams? Like, it's it's not a lot to ask. That's the easiest shit to do out of all the things they, you can do. They've they been through enough. And these these teams, they're gonna sell a lot of merchandise when they switch the thing over. Like, they they win. They yeah. make more money off of this. Yeah, that's true. But he was like, you know, this social justice warrior stuff, and you know, like, unless you're gonna, and I'm like, nah, get the fuck out of here. I'm like. You're one of these people too, man. That's the thing. Like, certain people don't care about things until it actually affects them personally. Like, I've, I've come across, um, or I've seen like certain dudes, like, and they'll be black dudes who are just like, man, I, I, I come, like, I have run-ins with the police every now and then. I say yes, sir, no, sir, and I go on about my day. And you know, uh, maybe you're just doing something wrong, like you acting like nignogs, and then this is what's gonna happen to you. And I'm like, <laughs> bro. But then again, on the other hand, like people myself included who have not done anything i almost got gratatat for no like for no oh, reason for sure. and that's, we, we yeah, get into that yeah yeah yeah. but sure. the point that i'm making about this man okay mm. he's uh he's mexican right okay okay it's the same fucking ancestors but like i mean the, the, it's one continent right so even whatever you want to call them it's like they're still the same native american people essentially yeah. so it's like just because Somebody drew some lines on a map, and 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 Spain told you that you're this now. Mm-hmm. You're just like, well, well, fuck them, like get over it. It's like those are your people. I don't, yeah. I don't get that. Yeah, yeah, that's the apple falling extremely far from the tree. Like people don't really and nature versus nurture. Coming up in a certain neighborhood will make you feel like you're a little bit more elite or different than certain people. There was a there was a an individual then mentioned not really being partial to Latino individuals, even though they were a Latino individual. And he was like, I only mess with the educated Latinos. I don't mess with the non-educated Latinos. I'm like, uh... You know, (laughs) and I hold my tongue because I don't know people like that. I'm like, Well, you can't get too mad at at self-hating minorities because Mm -hmm. look at... It's perpetuated by our, our media. Like, even if it's subtle. Yeah. Like, we're not really... Watching watching friends isn't gonna teach you to love yourself if no, you're not white. It's not. You're gonna be wondering why you don't look like them and why your friends don't. Yeah. What the, I don't even know what the fuck they did on that show. I'm not gonna lie. I, I think they just chilled in the coffee shop. I never watched that show. I used honestly. to watch The Simpsons. Yeah, because it would come out at the same time when they were both on syndication. No yeah. way am I switching yeah. over to Friends. I, all I know about Friends is they would hang out in the coffee shop and hang out in the apartment. I can't think of anything else at all. I, I really, I really never got into it that much. I watched Seinfeld show. That show was the shit. 
Seinfeld had black people on it, you would occasionally bump into a black person on Seinfeld. Like on Kramer would just like fall onto a white uh, black person in the street and be like, "Oh." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like you know the shit was humorous, but. <laughs> <laughs> Kramer. He's so Kramer. clumsy. Yeah, he's just a sloppy individual. Uh, if people are rewarded for this type of behavior, though, like if you denounce, or I mean, even if you if you haven't didn't come up acknowledging where you where you but where you're from or where your history is, then you can run off into a party and just say whatever you want to, and it's just like, hey, and somebody will congratulate you on it. Well, like if if you go to an all white party. And you're Mexican, you'd be like, oh, they always eat those elotes. Like, those motherfuckers will love you for life. Mm -hmm. And you can choose to be a piece of shit like that. Yeah. And sell your people out, uh, you know, to to get whatever you're trying to get from that group. But, like... And you'll get by. You'll get by. There's a con and a pro for everything that you do. Uh, Like, I mean, you'll be cool with them. But if some shit go down and you don't know them like that and you just just shucking and jiving, then when some... You might be asked out. I don't think you're gonna get caught up. You could be. You could be real two faced. You gotta really. Like, why you keep getting these promotions? Well, I don't know. just work hard. Show up on time. I lifted myself up by my bootstraps and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bootstrap, the bootstrap conversation. I love that shit every time. That's that's like a that's like an essential. Your whole racial group is not doing what they're supposed to. Tool right there. It's like, well, maybe if they lift themselves up by their bootstraps. Like I don't even have boots that have straps. All my boots got laces. <laughs> Like, first and foremost, 2016. Get wait, your life together. I, what? I think they're talking about that shit on the back. On the back? I, that's a bootstrap? Is it? I call it like a tassel. All boots don't even that's have That's not those. a tassel. Ain't no, ta- ain't, no, ain't no Tim's with the Tim's ain't even got that. No, they got the that little tab on the back. By the heel, don't they? Or no? By the heel? That, did you pull up? That little tiny thing? You could pull up. That can't be the strap. I think that's it's too short to be a strap. I don't know. I don't know what they. I didn't make about. up this term, but I think that's what they mean by the bootstrap. I'm gonna look this shit up later, though. I'm, I'm genuinely interested, and I, I used to work at a Skechers shoe store, and I should know a lot of stuff about shoes. I they, actually do. Okay, Skechers don't make a lot of boots. They make they make a good they make a good amount of boots. You if you want to technically say some shoes are boots, but they don't make boots. Boots. They don't make boots. What, what 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 constitutes a boot boot? Like some some Tims or some, some Tims. Doc Martens or something. I guess you need to go off in the Skechers. I went in there recently, and they got some. They look exactly like Tim's. So they make Go Run Timberlands? They make Go Tim's. <laughs> go, go, go Lumberjacks. Go go do constructions. But it's it's genuinely interesting. Uh, baseball was cool. I didn't fuck with Wrigley. I oh, yeah. We got we got way off on a tangent. Yeah. No, no. I mean, this is what happens. Though. No, I wanted, I wanted to go uh, break some windows out and shit. And uh, the yeah. problem was... Here's the thing. People not from here don't know. We got two baseball teams. One represents the south side. One represents the north side. Yeah. Uh, one team is seen as like the wider team, mm. but the Cubs have just more fans overall, partly yeah. because of being one of the first baseball teams to actually exist. But it has to do with the way TV was. Yeah, because uh, WGN would play uh, like all their home games, and then that's like the one local station that a lot of other areas were getting yeah. through just regular air TV for whatever reason. Yeah, I thought it would be awesome to fuck up where the Cubs play because it's like a very like. Poetic, more, more affluent area. So, like, yeah. I don't get, I don't have to feel bad. Yeah, they can fix this shit. See, you fuck some shit up on the south side of Chicago. That shit's just gonna be broken for like the next five yeah. years. Rahm Emanuel will be like, man, fuck them windows. Like, you go to Wrigley and you start breaking shit. Like when they put those nice ass bus stops up, and then people would smash the glass out, and it would just like be there for months, like broken just, glass all over the street. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know why people would actually do that. <laughs> Because they're fucking douchebags. Yeah, they're fucking dickheads. Wrigley, you fuck some shit up. Matter of fact, Wrigley gets fucked up every weekend, actually. Yeah, basically. Yeah, so they have like a a, 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 a rapid response team. It's like a SWAT team of motherfuckers <laughs> that hop up and sweep shit up and clean Wrigley up because they're used to really, really fucking the neighborhood up. Uh, it would have been really, really interesting to go up there and seeing other people fuck up Wrigleyville and being like why are they doing this to their own neighborhood but that's what I was surprised they didn't fuck it up enough like nothing was on fire nah. barely anything they broke they bro- busted down a Taco Bell sign were carrying it and then they were they, <laughs> wait the, the best one you know that Taco Bell right there yeah on Clark the best one though was they fucking knocked over a light pole and were carrying it and they said in the police scanner that the wires were still alive. <laughs> so apparently there's just sparks and shit going all over the street with 20 drunk people holding a pole. Like, and for what purpose? We're number one. Get carrying a, a fucking pole on your shoulder? 
but yeah, like I was ready to just go and just start kicking stuff, and you know, I don't know. <laughs> Let off some steam. I just like had it in in my blood, like I want to do it. But then I was looking on TV, and a couple people got trampled, whatever. But I was like, this isn't even shit, so I stayed in. Getting trampled is an embarrassing way to end up in the hospital. Yeah, I would rather I would rather have someone intentionally attack me or assault me than. Explain to a doctor, like, so what happened? Oh, I was at this function and a whole bunch of people started stepping on <laughs> <laughs> They stomped the yard on top they of me. St- That's really fucking embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, first gravity took you down and everybody else. It's not even, people weren't even doing it intentionally. Like, if you got jumped, that's one thing. People intentionally pushed you to the ground and went out of their way to stomp on you. Trample or stampeded is people didn't care. Like they're trying to get there, somewhere which... and they're like, Ugh, why the floor feel like this? <laughs> Somebody gotta fix this. They don't even know they're killing you. They're just like, Ew, that's yucky. <laughs> what is that? It's squishy right here. <laughs> that's, that's some dumb ass They shit. thought somebody chewed up 200 pounds of bubble gum mm-hmm. and just left it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's embarrassing. They got, they got blood stains all on their shoes and shit now. They don't even know why. And you all fucked up. But you don't like, know who uh, to blame either. What people need to understand about Wrigleyville by where the Cubs play is like, if it's above 50 or 60 mm-hmm. degrees on a Friday or Saturday night, like, it is like Mardi Gras there. Mm-hmm. And the streets are filled with people and everybody's drunk. And I, I seen somebody just sucking titties on the side of a building before. <laughs> wait, wait, like, wait, and, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, you don't, see, I don't, I don't like it over there. I don't either. Anybody, anybody who wants to go over there, like, sucks. But yeah, yeah, what's yeah. interesting is, yeah, you get a lot of white, like, bros and, and whatever else. Fraternity. But dudes. black people and Puerto Ricans and shit know that they could go there and, like, there's drunk white people and, like, hit on some white girls and stuff. So um, you see some interesting stuff happen. You get an uh-huh. interesting mix. Yeah. But I won't go over there because it's too packed. No. People want to fight. Shit is too expensive. It is. But yeah, I went to New Orleans and I was on Bourbon Street and I was like, oh, this is just like slightly less annoying. You you seen anybody sucking titties on the side of the street in New Orleans? Nah, because I went in the fall and it was like the middle of the week. Was it? It was cheap. When you when you saw people sucking in Wrigley, were they sucking like one or both at a time? I want to say it was just one. Was it the left one or the right one? I don't know. This was like I remember details three years ago. But I always say something. I I I always gotta say something for real. Like, damn, he's like a titties right here. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I always yell something out, like, fuck oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I will call attention to it. And you know what's funny? What? It's like, nobody ever just wants to beat my ass. Like, I'm really small. You know what? We're similar in that fashion, at least. I end up, like, when stuff goes down, I end up saying things about it, and nobody really, like, I'm just a friendly person, though. You, you're a very charismatic individual. That's why, like, we... No, but I'm saying, like, I can go to Wrigleyville and yell out there, like, damn, somebody's sucking titties right here. <laughs> and the dude sucking titties don't turn around and just, like, want to fight me. Like, I don't you know. You know, honestly, I don't know anybody that would stop sucking titties to fight somebody, though. That, that, no. would, be an interest, that would be an interesting... <laughs> that's the going from... That's going from zero to 100 in a literal fashion. Like, you went from one end of the spectrum to another one. If I'm, if I'm sucking titties in public, number one, you already know... That this is something I signed up for. So if someone sees me, I'm just, I'm not gonna get mad. Like I've been had. And you know, I'm, people are not rational like this. They're like, no. how dare he? How dare he? Point out I'm doing something ridiculous. Titties in public like this. He was he was essentially hiding in plain sight with the titty sucks. Like that that, that was very bold of him. Like this, I, uh, I, will, I will make mention. We have to go out of a crazy tangent right now. So I used to be a carny essentially at Navy Pier. Okay. There's this virtual reality ride. I'm sure I've told you this story. I don't think you have. Here we go. It's basically like this virtual reality ride. And you know, I don't know. I got paid more than minimum wage. And then you just take the shit was like five bucks or something. You take somebody's five bucks. You don't have to give them change. Mm -hmm. They go up on this thing and it's completely enclosed. It's got a screen and you watch the movie and the thing is like on a hydraulic lift and it moves around with whatever's on the screen. So the ride sucked because it was called something time machine and it flew around really fucking slow. Like, Look, we're going past this pyramid a long time ago, even though you could do the same shit today. Yeah. And then people would get bored on the ride and just start, like, sucking each other's dicks and stuff. And we had <sighs> night vision cameras inside because when they installed the ride, they assumed that, like, kids would want to get on it. And maybe they get scared and maybe they want to get off. So you got to be like, oh, that kid looks frightened. And we had a little microphone. And you'd be like, hey, hey, son, are you are you okay in there? You want, you want me to stop the ride? So this is how it's set up. So people, and then, like, okay, the night... Navy Pier, you, I'm sure everybody knows about it. It's it's the number one tourist attraction in Chicago for some reason, even though there isn't shit to do there. Uh, 
So, you know, we have fireworks twice a week in the summer, and on the fireworks nights, it's open late as fuck until like 12, 12 30. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes a couple go in there late at night, nobody else on the ride, dicks just start coming out. <laughs> And I would just watch it because it's funny. With the with the with the night vision. Yeah, you like, would see it, it and their great. eyes are glowing like they're raccoons. <laughs> like, just 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 looking straight, and then you just watching it with the Paris Hilton filter, dude. Like I seen people straight on fucking, and <laughs> the best time I saw people having sex, it was like a young. They could they had to have been in high school. It was three rows of seats. This ride was like small as fuck, but it was like three rows technically. There was an old ass white lady in the front and center. <laughs> And there was a young couple in the back, and he was fucking the shit out of her. Like, he was slamming her so hard. Like, I probably heard skin slapping from where I was. And she had to just pretend like somebody wasn't fucking, like, five feet behind her. Like, this sure is a good time machine ride. So <laughs> Look at those pyramids. Basically, where the story's going is, uh-huh. we had a manager who would be there from time to time. He's a cool dude, but he was a little more square than the rest of us. Like, okay, so basically I worked with a Puerto Rican dude, yeah. a black dude, okay. and a white dude. This is good already. And we were all, like, I was the youngest one, and like, this is basically a job that you would assume somebody like in high school would do over the summer, but we were all old as fuck. <laughs> and then, uh, so of course, Puerto Rican dude and the black dude like, man, she's sucking the shit out of that dick. I'd be like, yep, sure is. Like, we yeah, would just watch it. Yeah. And then they get out, wiping their mouth, and be like, we know what you did. You didn't even <laughs> know he was looking at you. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, but the white dude, one time, he was like, I'm so fucking sick of this shit. And he got, <laughs> he's like, I have kids and kids ride on this ride. <laughs> they sitting all in the jizz. <laughs> I don't think anybody ever nutted in there, but still, you got bare ass cheeks and there's dick residue. Like dick residue, autumn. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I know. The, I know the feeling. So he got on the mic and he's like, "Cut that out in there," <laughs> which is one of the whitest things you can say to somebody who has a dick in their mouth. Cut that out. Knock it off, would you? But couple of knuckleheads. <laughs> So, so they stopped, scared as fuck. Like, how did he? Where this voice come from? How did they see us? They thought it was God. Like, yeah, like, like what the fuck? Like, hold on, oh, oh, Lord, yeah, yeah. And then they got out looking real ashamed. I'm sure. And then yeah. we changed the ride, partly because of me, because they had it was a computer full of rides, and some of them were raw as fuck. Like there was like a jet one, like go all crazy. I was like, let's put one of these raw ones on. So we changed the ride, and people would come back because they're like, hey, this is like the dick suck ride. Let's. <laughs> Let's come back. It's the dick suck. But now, it's, you know, doing loop-de-loops over a volcano and shit. So, like, you would see a dick fly out of somebody's mouth. Or they would, like, try to fuck and, like, fall down in there. <laughs> Thank like, God. scrape their knee and shit. Yeah. Uh, it that's, was what good. The fuck, that's what the fuck they get. Like, honestly. I can't really blame the high school kids, though, that as much. No, nah, but if you... you're old and it's like you're yeah. probably not from here, you probably have a hotel, like, down the street. That is true. That is true. There is a certain thrill you get for playing, doing crazy shit. But then again, when I was in high school, I never did anything like that. But I like, like to bone properly. So do I. Like, I like to have peace of mind when I'm laying strokes down. I don't like, like, in high school, that was actually the most volatile time. Because have you done your fair, your, your fair share of, like, sneaking out of houses at all? Sneaking out of houses? Sneaking out of houses. Yeah. Nah, most of the girls I messed with didn't have dads. I don't know if that says anything about me, it, but I mean, <laughs> I didn't really have to sneak anywhere. You didn't. It was just like you smashing on the couch right next to the mom. No, like, your kids are crazy. No. Um, I mean, I, I've yeah, well, some of the the ladies that I at the time like would be around or whatever, like some of them had dads, so that's cool. Everybody technically has a dad, but the presence of a dad you you all know what the fuck I'm saying. I don't have to explain that. Yeah, dude. Like I've had a fair share of like sneaking the fuck out of of houses. Like it's only been like one or two maybe. And that shit is stressful. There was this one time and I, I mean I'm I'm going for too long, but Ended up in the house. It was like, all right, cool. She had not only a dad, she had a mom as well. It was a whole family unit. I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. I'm in there kicking it. I don't know if um like it was half day of school. I can't really remember the finer details. I ended up chilling. Nothing really crazy was going down. It's just the simple fact that I wasn't supposed to be there. So I'm upstairs. I hear a knock like at the door, and I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, what is that? And this is one of those labyrinth type houses, like one of those, you got to jiggle the knob like so to open it. You got to use, you got to knock on the door three times and spin around two times to open the door. All the, all the doors had tips and tricks and like cheat codes. So I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get up out of here. I run downstairs. She lets, uh, I can't remember if it was the mom or the dad, the parental unit, I will just say. She lets them into the house. So at this time I'm in the house. 
she's in the house, the parental unit or units. I'm not sure because I didn't get a visual for obvious reasons. Uh, of course, I'm black. Like, and it was a situation where it was like not really sure if the parents are really down with their daughter being into black dudes type thing. So that adds a whole new layer. It definitely makes it worse. Pressure. Yes. If you catch your daughter boning somebody and then he got a BBC. Oh shit. It's crazy. Like it's not going nowhere, but downhill from there. I ran in the basement. Um, Were you running like a, what? (laughs) A white girl running from Michael Myers or Jason? No, no, no. I was like, twist your ankle. I wasn't frantic. (laughs) I wasn't frantic. I was like surgical with the shit. I was real. I was like an assassin. I was tiptoeing. I was like real. Like, so I knew that fucking up, I'm already like not a small dude. Like if I knock some shit over and I didn't know how good the parental unit or units were going to be at noticing differences. Like, why is this chair turned this way? Like, I, you never know. I cha-cha slide on down to the basement. The lights are out. I'm freaking the fuck out. And I hide in between the washing machine and the dryer. And I'm like, not you in the closed? position. Yeah, I was closed. I was closed. I, I, I wasn't butt naked from the get-go. You got to be real. You got to be a real savage to get ass naked when you're supposed to be sneaking in and out of the place. I, I personally try to stay ready for evacuation at all times, like to eject myself out of the situation. So I'm fully clothed, chilling in the basement, and I'm hearing conversations upstairs. I'm hearing them like, hey, and it wasn't not in, in the English language that they were speaking. So I don't know. I'm like, oh shit, she ratting me out, dog. And you're like, oh, my, somebody snuck in the basement. Like, you got to call the police. I don't think it would that be that crucial. I'm freaking out. She comes down. She's like, all right, cool, slide off. And apparently everybody in the neighborhood, because they had been in that neighborhood for a very long time, were close-knit. So there's a chance that just making out, making it out of the house. Yeah, like, why was there a black guy? Exactly. So I make it out of the house. I'm still not out of the woods yet. And the neighborhood is full of snitches. Ran through the backyard, uh, cleared the gate, and then just like ran on down, like towards the bus stop or whatever, and like managed to get out of there safely. You wait, you waited on the bus, like right in front of their house. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> you know how ridiculous that would have been. At least I could have passed it off like I was an innocent bystander just waiting for the bus. Like, like, oh man, I never been here before. I wasn't like laying pipes on, laying pipe down on your dog. <laughs> that's that's at least one of the situations. Like uh, after that, and like I didn't really enter other ones until I was a full grown adult, and it's just like. Look, I'm, I'm gonna be laying down some pipe like in your place. I, I just need to be relaxed when in situations like anytime my penis is out, I can't be worried about other things. It just doesn't feel. Oh right. yeah, for sure. So this has been the second episode. Um, if you if you listening, I want to thank you for listening. I know this might end up being a little longer than the last one, but we got really into what we were talking about. Uh, Anybody who's listening to podcasts, they're fucking cleaning the house, driving somewhere, on the train somewhere. It could be long. It could be close to an hour. Right. Fuck them. Matter of fact, fuck y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But fuck y'all. But thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So until next time, um, take it easy. Pull out. Use a condom. Probably use condoms. Mostly. Use, use condoms and pull out just to be extra safe.